Do you know where the water you drink comes from? For lots of people today, getting a drink of water is as simple as turning on the tap and filling up your glass. But have you ever stopped to think about where the water you drink has come from before it reaches your town? For many residents of Northern Virginia, the source of their drinking water is the Occoquan Reservoir Watershed, which supplies drinking water to about 40% of Northern Virginia's human population, which is about 2 million people, and provides a home to countless species of flora and fauna. In addition to its role in providing drinking water to the region, the Occoquan River is also important to various communities within Northern Virginia, such as rivers like me throughout the state. While the name Occoquan originally comes from the Algonquian Doeg tribe's word meaning at the end of the water, many of us who are familiar with the river today affectionately refer to it as the Quan. The Occoquan River that I know is one full of crew boats and rowers of all ages. It's a river that's integral to the rowing community in Northern Virginia, hosting countless teams and clubs that travel from across the region to row there. The Occoquan River also serves as the host for several regattas there throughout the year, including the annual state championship regatta for the Virginia Scholastic Rowing Association. It's an environment that I've come to know well over the years, rowing there almost every day from the time I was 12 and just starting rowing lessons, to the time I was 18 and a fourth-year rower on my high school's team. It was a place that had a huge impact on me growing up, and I'm so grateful for all the time I spent and the memories I made there. I can remember one of my favorite things about practices was always getting to be out on the water and connecting with the river and the natural world around me, helping me to de-stress and forget about whatever was stressing me out on that particular day, like homework or college applications. It really helped me to focus on the rhythms of the boat and the feeling of the river beneath me. I always dreaded the time of year when it would get too cold for outside practices and we would retreat back inside the walls of our high school to the rowing machines and the weight room. And I waited all winter long for the day in spring when the temperatures would rise just high enough for us to get back out on the water. Every spring season of practices began with layers and layers of warm clothes and watching our breaths as we tried to warm ourselves up through the motions of our drills. I experienced the Occoquan in just about every weather condition throughout the year, from the cool breezes and colorful leaves of fall, to the rain and storms of spring, and from the hot beating sun of the summertime, to the first and last snow flurries of the winter. Each new season brought out a beautiful new side of the river and its environment, as well as a new set of challenges for me and my fellow rowers. If nothing else, it always ensured that practice was never boring. I think one of my favorite parts about rowing was always how special it felt to have the Occoquan River itself simultaneously as a teammate and an opponent. Despite this close relationship I've developed with the Occoquan River over my years as a rower, it was researching for this podcast that taught me about the river's history and the serious contamination problems it's faced for many years now. The Occoquan River feeds into the Occoquan Reservoir, which according to a 2022 article from the Prince William Times, is 14 miles long, has a maximum depth of 65 feet, and a mean depth of 16.7 feet, and it takes about 20 days for the water to travel from one end of the reservoir to the other. The Occoquan Reservoir watershed stretches over 570 square miles, including parts of Fairfax, Falkir, Loudoun, and Prince William counties, and holds about 8.3 billion gallons of water, serving as a main source of drinking water for about 800,000 residents of Prince William and Fairfax counties. Throughout its history, the watershed has had three dams built on it. The first, which is mostly underwater now, was constructed by Lieutenant Colonel Fred Butterfield Ryans 
from 1928 to 1935 to generate power using the dam. He owned the land and the reservoir at the time, and the project provided barely needed employment in the area. The other two dams were built by Alexandria Water Company, which acquired the Occoquan Hydroelectric Company's property in 1947, a year after Ryan's death. They built two dams in 1950 and 1957 to create the Occoquan Reservoir, impounding 55 million and 10 billion gallons, respectively. However, by the 1950s, Fairfax County's government needed more water for the growing population and formed Fairfax County Water Authority and acquired the Annandale Water Company in 1959 and the reservoir itself in 1967. After acquiring the reservoir, they had to deal with the pollution from the 11 sewage treatment plants in the watershed area of the reservoir, contributing to high levels of nitrogen and phosphorus. This led to high levels of cyanobacteria, or microscopic organisms that use up the oxygen in the water, which caused oxygen levels in the reservoir to drop so low that life was almost unsustainable. At that point, the issue had become so severe that the Virginia state government had to step in, establishing the Occoquan policy in 1971, which set strict effluent waste limits for sewage treatment plants in the area, restricted the number of treatment plants to three, and established a monitoring program for pollutants. This was an innovative law that came before the time of the Clean Water Act or the State Water Controls Act, and resulted in the 1971 creation of the Upper Occoquan Sewage Authority, establishing one high-quality treatment plant to replace all old facilities in the area. The reservoir has seen huge improvements in the time since, but problems remain. The reservoir remains eutrophic, or overly enriched with nitrogen and phosphorus and land clearing for development and other erosion continues to result in sedimentation issues that further pollute and contaminate the reservoir. There is also a recent and growing problem of sodium or salt infiltration, particularly since salt is expensive to treat. Sodium comes from sources including winter road treatment, fabric softeners and detergents, human waste, and many industrial cooling and manufacturing systems. The contamination issue has gotten so bad that the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality does not recommend consuming fish from the reservoir due to the high levels of polychlorinated biphenyls, or synthetic organic chemicals, often used as coolants and lubricants in electrical equipment, including old fluorescent light fixtures that can have harmful effects for those fish themselves and any humans who consume them. There is also the similar issue of what scientists often refer to as forever chemicals that linger in our bodies and the environment forever, such as per and polyfluoralkyl substances that are often used to make a variety of products water or stain resistant. These forever chemicals can cause serious health problems, such as increased cholesterol levels, thyroid problems, cancer, and low infant birth weights. According to recent data collected by the DC-based Environmental Working Group, levels of these chemicals in Northern Virginia were the highest in the DC region and among the highest in the country as a whole. But among these frightening contamination concerns, there are many local community organizations and projects that are actively trying to help and protect the Occoquan. One of these organizations is Friends of the Occoquan, whose mission statement describes them as a nonprofit organization of local citizens who work to preserve and maintain the natural integrity of the Occoquan River, other watersheds, and promote pollinator habitats and species. They describe their vision as to energize individuals, community, and business groups to take on the challenges of keeping Virginia's and the nation's reservoirs and rivers clean by controlling excessive sedimentation and pollution through the use of rain barrels and community gardens. This message will be brought to schools, civic groups, and community organizations, as well as local and federal government agencies. More specifically, they list their goals to improve communications between government agencies, develop private and public partnerships focused on ensuring healthy drinking water, and engaging and educating more members of the community on the ways that 
they can help protect the environment in their everyday lives, including through the use of personal and community gardening. Friends of the Occoquan works with different groups around the community, including schools and various levels of government, to promote watershed preservation as well as the preservation of the species that live in and around the watershed. In addition to the work of the Friends of the Occoquan, there are also annual river cleanups put on by the Prince William Trails and Steams Coalition, along with the Prince William County Department of Parks, Recreation, and Tourism, and the Prince William Soil and Water Conservation District. During their 13th annual Occoquan River cleanup in 2022, the event saw 90 plus volunteers fill 87 trash bags with debris from the river. These volunteers often include volunteers from schools, churches, businesses, civic groups, scouting troops, and even local homeowners associations. Along with this large annual event, the group also puts on various other cleanups and programs throughout the year in different locations around the county. Programs like these that show the dedication of the Occoquan surrounding communities make me hopeful for the future of the Occoquan. The power of communities working together to make a difference in their local environments and helping to save the places they love gives me hope for the future of planet Earth. While further government action is almost certainly needed to protect and preserve rivers like the Occoquan in the long term, work and support from within the community itself is even more vitally important to their continued preservation and protection. The Occoquan River is certainly not the only river that's currently struggling with contamination problems, so I challenge you to check out where your drinking water comes from and learn how you can help protect it. After all, we all want safe, clean drinking water for ourselves and our communities, and protecting the health of our water sources is protecting our own health as well.